episode of the Super Classy Midwest Sports Podcast. Rookie minicamp has started for our beloved Kansas City Chiefs, which means we are slowly getting into the NFL football season. Tonight, we talk about the 2023 NFL Draft and speak to some of the lucky fans who were there. Let's get the show started. I want to welcome in. The Doc himself is in the house tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, the hype man is here. Doc, how you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good. Is on yourself? Man, I'm, man, just, just, I'm, I'm like on the edge of my seat because I'm ready for football to get, get ready here, man. The world yeah. is sucking, so it's like, let's just get football started. Shoot, you're excited. You weren't even at the draft, bro. I'm I know. telling you what, man. I know. That, I thought I was excited until me and my brother-in-law went to that, and that, that kind of blew the lid off. Right. I'll tell you what. In fact, I had had such a good time, it's kind of hard to put words as the night went on. It got a little bit, my memory gets a little blurry. <laughs> so I thought, you know what, we'll just bring my brother-in-law on I mean, the show. Why not? Why not? So we can have him. He might remember more about the night than I did. So. <laughs> no, like, like I was going to do, do a live show with like a live thing with just brother neil and i because i knew we knew your you guys were the draft and we could get our stuff like supported and all that stuff you know because i wanted to i wanted we were we were going to do like pick by pick kind of get the analysis on that you know but e forever brother we tried so we were i was able to go to the draft thanks to my sister who happened to marry this guy named z was named zach we call him z and um it's a good video name, though. We got to go to the, we got to go to the uh, draft, and uh, like I said, I got him on here. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy to introduce my brother-in-law, Z. All right. All right. Z, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you guys good, man. How's it going? Hey, it's going pretty good. Going good. So it sounds like you are you got a little bit of uh, weather and storm up where you're at. Yeah, a little, it's a little crazy. It's pretty, pretty windy now, so it's not too bad. But, yeah, it was... Uh, Travel was a blast. I'm um, kind of the same boat as Josh. And the night got on, kind of went on. and got a little more foggy, but uh, it was a good time. Man, that was something else. All right, so first off, we got to kind of explain. People got to go online and see the pictures. So we were in the VIP section, which means we got to go through. Uh, we got to bypass everything. So we get there, dude. It is like packed. First right. off, we get there, and we're up in the GA area where everyone kind of can roll up. So did you have like a special entrance? Oh, yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. We show up. And we get there, and we go back to the main area, like the main, you know, where anyone can go to. I don't know what they call that. The fan experience? Like the fan experience, yeah. yeah. We go to the fan experience. They got the tent, the beer tent, completely packed with people. It's like 10 degrees warmer in there because of all the people. We're looking at waiting in line for probably a good hour and a half. No, nope, we just bypassed the line. VIP right to the front. No one said a word. Can't believe that happened. No, no. You ever watch like uh, Wayne's World when they go into backstage where they're waving their VIP pass and yeah, in front yeah. of everybody. It was like that. It was that, pretty sweet. That's pretty cool. A, they got they got sixty thousand people were allowed in the fountain area and it, they weren't allowing anybody else in. Completely packed. We come in just walk by. You're, everybody. So you're doing oh, yeah. like the Wayne Garth, like yep, a ching, cha ching, oh, ching. <laughs> Someone might say, "Hold up, stop!" And they'd see everybody. Oh, come on, this way, right this now, way. Now, question: Did you see Heather Locklear in the background? I did not. <laughs> Zach, did you see Heather Locklear at all? Uh, no, I, I did not see her. She was not present. I don't think. Oh, dang it! Then <laughs> no, and we didn't see uh, Jason Kelsey back in the fan fan duel area either we we were up front for that by that point but we didn't wait in line at all and uh, we got to go right to the vip area where we had a little seat um it was it was a good time so that's pretty cool though so what they do this is interesting to me is they got staff out there picking up fans as they walk in based on their team right so like you'll hear on an interview we did with lance uh, he was a chargers fan we had a staff member come, like, oh, you're a Chargers fan. Come, Hey, come over here with uh, the other fans. You can sit with your people. See, so this this is why I, was, this is why I asked you off the air, and I was going to ask Zach to this question. But, like, so I was listening to 610. I listen to 610 every single morning. And they were talking about that on Friday after the draft. They're like, they had all these random super fans, like, dressed up in, like, all their, like, hairdresses, oh, you know, like dude. their shoulder pads. People were dead so out. I was, like, people were wondering – and Bob Fesco said this in his in the, in the in this morning show. Are those guys that they spend money like for season tickets, and the owners are like, "Hey, 
we want you to put these hairdressers on once you put the shoulder pads on and be the we'll get your front we'll buy your front row we'll pay for your airplane so air flight like because me, me and brother neither were talking about this too also at the same time it's a great question you know because i was wondering because like every time you and i was watching the draft i watched the full first night a little bit of the second night and you had people just being crazy like for your fans were wearing the shoulder pads yeah, Jets fans yelling J E T S, which by the way, the kids stole the first round. That was awesome. All right, well, uh, but Zach, I want to hear your what you thought about that. Was that something that you were kind of thinking, or? Yeah. I mean, I don't typically watch the you know drafts, you know, in other years if it's not in Kansas City. I mean, I might watch a few of it, a few the first round, first couple picks, but then after that, it's kind of lame if you're watching on TV and it's not in your hometown. So. Right, followed on your phone. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, I think what happens is those teams give away tickets, like you were saying, Davis, where uh, they, you know, they enter a drawing for the tickets, and then they get, yep. you know, fifty fans per team in that area, and then they're kind of like, I think all the, you know, the teams that pick first are up front, so they can get, you know, on the camera. But I know Josh and I tried walking up a little bit closer as the night kind of wore on, and we were told to get back to our seats multiple times so they didn't want a whole bunch of cheese fans on tv um you know you know crashing the party of, of these other teams picks which i think is probably fair so right yeah. they, a little they told us to get back a couple times in fact that last time yeah. the ladies she's getting a little firm with me there right <laughs> but uh Hey, you know, when you're in the draft, you gotta you gotta try and get down in front, right? I mean, I think at some point in the night we were just trying to follow the camera crew around. Oh yeah, which I'm not mad at you. Other than the same thing. Well, why don't we why don't we listen to this little interview we did on the way up here? This is me and Z on the way uh, to the to the draft here. All right. Sounds good. All right. All right. Thank you for joining us, folks. Here we are. So, hi, man. I am in. In the car on my way to the NFL draft with my brother-in-law Z. Z, say what's up. What's up, fam? That's right. He's driving. We got VIP passes thanks to my sister who works down at Union Station, and uh, we'll be up front center uh, to the draft. In fact, uh, we got Patrick and the boys waiting for us, and uh, hopefully we can get some uh, some interviews or something there. What do you say, Z? Yeah, I think we're uh, looking for Pacheco and uh, McDuffie, maybe. That's right. I think they're they're coming on at four thirty, and what was it? Five. Five. five four thirty-five. All right. I've already got my my signature move planned planned in case uh, the camera catches me, so you can look for that. I'll be wearing my red track suit with the white jersey. Uh, Z, what are your thoughts on the draft here today, brother? Uh, I feel like the Chiefs are going to go pretty conservative here. I think they're going to most likely stick in the uh with their 31 pick or maybe move up a little bit but take a either offensive or defensive lineman nothing too crazy sexy but uh bolstering that line i'd be cool with either one you know i always say on the show i don't know who to pick or how they decide but i just leave it up to feach and and he he seems to know what he's He's, doing he's got a pretty good track record yeah, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait, see who we draft, and then I'll research and figure out who the heck are these guys. Yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing's guaranteed anyway, so yeah, you just try to take the best player available, I think. You know, it's interesting. So we got VIP passes, so we're going to be up underneath the little, you know, under the lights and, and you know, right up there behind the players and all that. Um, so ESPN's putting this on. The draft starts at 6, and as uh, we are required to be in our seat by 6 o'clock, and we cannot leave. Draft starts at 7. Because the draft starts at 7, and they want all those seats filled up. So if we actually get up around that time, we could we could potentially lose our seats. So um, you can best believe we're not going to let that happen. Yeah, yeah we won't be uh, late to the party. You know, I was reading. They said this is gonna. This is the biggest draft they've had as far as like the setup and the scene and um, all the lights, more LED, more LED lights than they've ever had for any draft. And I think they're gonna try to make the other drafts kind of similar or based off this one. Is that what you were told? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it just depends on the venue. We got a lot of wide open space out there at the new station so kind of lends itself to open up a little bit more than probably some other venues but yeah um, i know they're saying that stage is like twice or three times the size as any other any other draft stage up to this point nice that's how we do here in the midwest i'm trying to think if we ever had the draft in kansas city before no 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 i think uh I, what is I, this like the seventh or eighth year since you know they was held the draft and uh New York, you know, down at... Okay, it was always in New York, okay. And then 
as of like I think 2015 or 16, they started doing it. Well, they should you know, travel. New York traveling yeah. trips. New York gets, they don't deserve to get everything. No. All right. Well, that's cool then. I wonder how long if we're gonna have to wait another 32 years till we get it back. Well, yeah, I know that was the topic on the radio this morning was they were saying, you know, this is a, could be a once in a lifetime thing for most people and you, yep. know, you never know if it's gonna be, uh, you know, 15 years, 20 years, 30 years, you know, it could be like the Royals and win one every 30 years, you know? So, yeah, it was like I was telling my bosses, you know, hey, I was like, guys, I gotta leave work early on Thursday to go to the draft. And they're like, what time you gotta leave? Like 4.30? And I was like, no, I gotta leave by like two. And, uh, you know, they don't watch football. They don't, they don't even watch school. I mean, they don't they care less. So I'm having to explain to them, you know, hey, this is actually a once in a lifetime opportunity because not only is it Kansas City, but I've got yeah, VIP tickets for my sister. And if the draft ever comes back, there's no guarantee she'll have this chance or that she'll even work at Union Station. So, yeah, at that point, you might be retired by then. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm ready to go have some barbecue, try out some of them beers they got, and then uh, we'll, we'll go from there, you yeah. know. So hang around, hang around until the Chiefs uh, make their move. Yeah, we'll try to do maybe some other field interviews when we get there. But yeah, let's see if we can't catch uh, maybe Kelsey. Be walking around out there. We can grab him for a few. Yep, yep. We've been trying to get Travis on the show anyway, so he, he's probably he might be looking for us. Yeah, he could be. I guess. Hey, before we go, we'll, Z, we'll be wearing the red. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got my red tracksuit on. You know, my <laughs> girlfriend said this suit's ridiculous, but I think it's awesome. So we're gonna find out today putting this thing to test uh z before we go is there anybody out there in the world of sports you would like to slap oh man you know i know josh you're a big uh big ku fan which is great you know ku's had a lot of success in the old round ball and which you know, which jayhawk do you want to tee up uh you know i it's not an actual player okay you know it's like uh i just don't i've always had this thing i respect the guy a lot bill self's a great coach obviously it's Won a lot of basketball games. I just uh, something about that smirk when he uh, I can see starts, starts putting it to my Wildcats is just you know just makes me yeah want to just uh, jump through the TV screen there. So. You know I've never thought about what it's like for other fans to see that because I know as a KU fan when we see that smirk it's like a sign of reassurance and, and we were like oh there it is we got this. <laughs> but I could see how that could yeah, be, I could see that it's kind of demoralizing and it's, you just. Uh, shake your head sometimes man i never thought about that all right well there it is bill you're getting slapped today brother and if those rumors that we we talked about on a couple episodes ago are true and you've been grabbing girls and all that you well, know you, you probably need to be slapped for that as well so all right well stay tuned guys on the way to the draft representing keeping it super classy we'll haul it back right dang i'm not gonna lie dude but that's the first time i think we've ever had anybody on our show that wants to slap Bill Self, the best coach in NCAA basketball. <laughs> that is the first that time is the first anyone time. has ever said that. <laughs> Man. But you know, he's pretty much tormented my team for the last 20 years or whatever. So. I, I think, get it. I think it's due. <laughs> yeah, I'm not mad at you, Z. I'm not mad at you. You, know, uh, you guys got a good coach, though, with Tang. and I think he's going to yeah. make something happen. And I think you guys, the K-State, I think K-State's going to be tough in the Big 12 once they get – they get you know, once he gets that good draft class going. Yeah, once he gets his hopefully you know gets players in, and sounds like he's doing pretty good in the uh, in the uh, portal or whatever. So we'll see. Right, it's the name of the game. It's all yeah. about that portal. Congratulations, to Coach Kreiman, yesterday for signing that what was it five year forty four million? Yeah, I think it's all yeah forty five forty something. Yeah, it's not so, bad. Not a bad salary. No. So what your guys uh, Lance is gonna get a Lance Whitehall is gonna get himself a nice little contract here within the next year or so. Hope well, so. you know we're gonna be following that that young quarterback at K State, um, that kid from uh, man, he's down by so, Wichita. From what? Oh, from Mays, yeah. Yeah, the kid from Mays. Oh, we'll be, we'll be yeah, I know yeah. you're talking about. He's sick. Was he like Gary yeah. Player of the Year or something like that? Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. He was in the Avery Johnson. True. He was actually in the uh, Under Armour game. Dude, does I see something that Adrian Martinez went into the draft? Well, he or he got drafted? He did not get drafted. I, I think he signed as a free agent with somebody. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, he did not get drafted. I thought he might have gotten drafted late. I think the last quarterback drafted was the kid from TCU, Duggan. Oh, Duggan, the Chargers? Yeah. yeah. Hey, Z, what do you think about Deuce Vaughn in Dallas? 
Yeah, I was just gonna mention say that. That was pretty cool. I, th- uh, I thought that was cool. I thought that was pretty cool. I kind of wanted him to go to the Eagles. Following, I following uh, Sproles' footsteps. I wanted him to come to Kansas City. I guess Sproles went to the Chargers first, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But what do yeah. you think? Well, do you like that I in Dallas? Dude, dude's dad got to be the one to call him and tell him that they were drafting him. I thought that was pretty sweet. Yeah, if you haven't oh, seen the video cool. on that, that's a pretty cool moment. When when his like his dad was crying as soon as he said, "Hey, that's cool. You want to come play for your dad?" And so uh, in the VIP, you get a little, you got a little extra special bathroom. It's like a little trailer. You're literally peeing in like a bathroom on wheels. And I'm I'm in there and I look and there's a young kid in a suit. So I say, "Hey, man, you here with one of the players?" He says, yeah. I said, who are you with? He goes, I'm here with CJ, CJ Stroud. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, well, shoot, you, you, you look just like him now that you say that. You know? <laughs> and there's his younger brother. Right. I said, well, where's he going to go, man? He says, Houston. I was like, all right, all right, you know. And sure enough, he, he, went, to he went to Houston about 45 minutes later. So he had a pretty good idea well, where he was you, going didn't you text that. me? Like, didn't you text me and said that he knew before the drafting started he was yeah. going to get Houston? Yeah, yeah. He's a good kid, though, man. I told him, I said, I hate Ohio State, but, but your brother's such a classy young man. I I can't hate him. You right. Know? Dude, speaking of college quarterbacks, man, uh, you know who I met on Saturday night? Oh, yeah. At the Topeka Tropics game? Who you met? You mean I met, who you I were met, kicking it with, bro? Yeah, I was, I was hanging out with them. I was hanging out with Jalen Daniels. On so we, we got uh, an arena football team here called the Tropics. And they're always giving us free tickets and wanting us. It's, to it's indoor amateur league. Yeah, they're, they're wanting us to promote them. We actually probably should have promoted them before now. So they they had uh, Dizzle was there kicking it with old Jalen Daniels the other night. Yeah, that'd be. I, I kind of told him about. Our, I should have gotten some. I didn't really like get an interview with them or nothing, but which I probably should have. Well, but I mean, yeah, he I told him about. Really the I right told him about the pot. Yeah, I told yeah. him about about the show. So he'll come. He'll come back on later. Yeah. You know, football game's not really, you know, you want to watch the game. You know, you don't really want to be, you know, bothered with the interview. No, it's funny because the announcer at first, he was like, ladies and gentlemen, in the stands tonight is number, is guy from Kansas University, Jalen Wilson. And like, like. They gave him a shout out, not you one. No, they didn't give me a (laughs) shout out, no. That's messed up. Uh, Hey, I know. And then, and then like five minutes later, they're like, oh. We're sorry, and they put Jalen Daniels in the, on the Titan Tron or whatever the Expo Center has. Jalen, Jalen Wilson. Yeah, because <laughs> everybody in the oh. whole stadium was like, "Who?" Oh yeah, Jalen Daniels. Sorry, yeah, my bad. I did, I wasn't even thinking about Jay Will. No, they no Jay Will's in there. Yeah, no, he's yeah he's with Jalen Daniels. Yeah, um, dude. Speaking of shout outs, shout out to Joel Embiid on the MVP. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty badass. I was really happy to see that. I wonder. Has there ever been another KU player to get the MVP in the NBA? Uh, didn't Wilt get it? I think Wilt got oh, it. Yeah, he probably got a couple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, I guess that's a stupid thing. And he's having himself a night right now. Yeah, uh, for the Sixers. Good. I want to see the Sixers. I want to get. I want to see the Sixers and the Nuggets. That's my. That's my NBA Finals. Well, they're up about fifteen right now, so they're doing all right. Um, so on our way to the draft, we picked up Lance. And we did another interview with him. I had to. The second he came out of the house and was wearing his uh, Chargers jersey, I was like, oh, i got to interview this guy. What? Who was it, Eckler? Uh, yeah, he was wearing Eck. No, um, he was wearing uh, uh, Herbert jersey. Yeah. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. So uh, this interview is a little bit longer, but I think I'll go ahead and, and we'll, uh, we'll listen to this one. How's that sound? Yeah. All right. This is uh, – see, how do you know Lance? Uh, Lance and I have been working together uh, – for about the last two years or so, so uh, uh, I never, I didn't realize that he was a Chargers fan prior to meeting him. <laughs> Otherwise, he may not have had a friendship, but kind of weird story. He's a Chargers fan. You guys will hear it here, but uh, but he's a big KU fan, big Royals fan too. So, uh, but you'll hear his story here shortly. Yep, man. Here we are with Lance. All right, here we go, folks. We're back with another field interview. This time we, we're in the car with Z. We picked up our man Lance, who happens to be wearing a Chargers jersey. That's right, folks, a yellow one. It actually looks pretty cool. So, uh, Lance, thanks for talking with us today. Uh, you know, you, you're telling me how you used to be a Chiefs fan. At what point did you become a Chargers fan? Thanks for having me on the show, Josh. Um, it was uh, 2004 when uh, – the Tangerine Bowl game for the Jayhawks. 
they played NC State, Philip Rivers quarterback. He lit us on fire. And uh, once he was drafted to, or got traded to the Chargers in the draft with the Eli Manning trade, um, history was written and uh, became a Chargers fan. Nice. So that's like original Philip from back in college even. Yeah, when he was kind of mobile. <laughs> uh, that's cool. I, can, I don't think I ever saw him play a single college game. Um, of course, I was playing college football at that time, too, so I didn't have a lot of time to watch sports. But what, what I love about Phillip is his trash talking, you yeah. know, and, and they say Philip Philip will talk the most trash without ever saying a curse word. Yes, he, that, that's another thing that I love about him, too. He's every, Some people say he's a crybaby, but he's very passionate about the game. And uh, I definitely uh, hats off to him for being able to talk smack without cussing. Uh, I definitely can't do that. I, I can't either. I, all right, so I, I grew to really respect Phil when he played in the Super Bowl with a torn ACL. Uh, actually, that was the AFC Championship game. Okay, AFC Championship game. But, uh, yes. Maybe against the Colts or someone? Uh, Patriots, actually. Patriots. All right, I knew it was a team where I really <laughs> wanted uh, Phil to win. Yes, and the Patriots have had our number ever since then. I don't think we've been able to beat them, unfortunately. Yeah. We lost to them, uh, I think it was 41-7 to uh, when Cam Newton was a quarterback, and he didn't even throw a touchdown. So oh. I don't know what it is, but uh, – we got to get over that hump. See, that's the problem with the Chargers is you you guys are so – you got a great team, but you're not consistent. And, and you know, you think about, like, plays that kind of make or break a season, like that first game against the Chiefs where we got lucky with a pick six. You know, otherwise we, we probably wouldn't have won that game. And then, you know, later on in the year, it's like, man, you guys are a really good team. And then you lose some games. It's like, ah, I wasn't expecting that. You know? Yeah, the 2021 season when we lost to the Raiders, all we would have had to do was tie, which yeah. I would not have even accepted that. I would have probably not watched the playoff game because tying's for somebody other than me. But uh, we lost to the Houston Texans that season, and they were pretty much dog shit like, uh, like usual lately. Yeah. And that just goes to say, you know, they do lose games that they should win. But uh, this year, I mean, I feel like I say it like a broken record. They're – they have tons of injury problems. Well, that was the uh, biggest problem last year, I felt like. Yeah, but they did fire the uh, strength and conditioning team finally, so hmm. I'm hoping that uh, adds some durability to our players. You guys definitely got a good squad, you know. I know that's that's two games every year. I'm always clenching my teeth for it. And honestly, when you guys lost in the playoffs to the Jaguars, I was really relieved because I, I, didn't, I didn't feel confident that we could beat you three times in a year. <laughs> I, I really didn't, man. I've got a story to tell myself. I hate to do it. But, uh, so I never talk smacks. Um, if I do, it's just to my family. You know, I don't make it public or anything. Well, you can talk all the trash you want on the show. We do it all the time. <laughs> but at halftime of the the Jags-Chargers game, I called my brother-in-law and sister, FaceTimed them. He's talking all kinds of mad, mad shit to yeah, him. Yeah. Saying, I can't wait. We're going to beat you guys next week. I bought a ticket to the game the following week, and uh, yeah, we know how that went. So uh, I provided some extra money to Arrowhead for uh, the 2022 season. All right, so you, you can't jinx yourself, man. I know. I got to wait till that uh, clock hits zero. You got to wait. A lot of Chiefs fans did this when we were playing the uh, Bengals two years ago in the AFC Championship. Oh yes. And then and then that didn't work out for us. So yep. I don't know. Well, no, to get back to your point about. Uh, getting up for the Chargers games. I, I'm the same way with the Chiefs. Like, there's no disrespect to the Chiefs. I just I just changed sides because I was tired of the Chiefs losing. And uh, 2004 really was a rough, rough yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I I know that the Chargers and Chiefs games are always close. So it's, it's, a, it's a battle, and I'm looking forward to that for the next 10 to 15 years with the Herbert and Mahomes. Chargers are my favorite team in the AFC West other than the Chiefs. So I absolutely, I absolutely hate the Raiders and the Broncos, and I think that I don't hate the Chargers because of Philip, uh, Danny and Thomason, and uh, Junior Seau. I always loved those guys. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I'm, I'm not a Donkey fan or uh, or Raiders at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what are your thoughts on the draft tonight? I, you know, honestly, I'm really excited. Not only just because it's in Kansas City and we're going, but. Uh, the fact that I don't think anyone knows what's going to happen here in this first round. No. I think we need an edge, receiver, tight end. Did um, you bet on Apex? I, I did not make any bets because, like I said, I, I'm not sure what direction we're going to go. Oh. I'd like to load up with weapons, uh, 
Uh, I'd like to go tight end or wide receiver. If Bajon's there, I would definitely snag him up. I don't care what anyone says. Because um, he, you guys gonna have purpose. is Eckler coming back? I don't know. It's been a pretty quiet scene on that front. Yeah, they've, he, they've been asking the GM and the coach, and they just keep saying no updates. So well, running backs, their life is short in NFL, but he always plays so good against Kansas City. Yeah, he's he, tough. he had 107 catches this year, and that's just unbelievable for a running back. Yeah, um, didn't he have like the most touchdowns this year? Uh, he had 18. Yeah, in the last two years he's had 38. He had 20 the year before, and he's like 11 ahead of the next closest running back. I but, think. I think Bajan's going to be immediate success. Yes, and he is like, I mean, Eckler, I don't think of him as like a three-down back. They can just, I mean, we like, we want to have, be in a place where we can run the ball with two minutes or like six minutes left and not have to worry about giving the ball back to the offense. And the last couple of years, we, now whether that's Eckler or if that's scheme, we have not been able to do that. But with Bajan, I think you just give him the ball and tell him to get a first down. Do you know what pick you guys have? Uh, 21. 21. So I think he'll probably be gone by then, but uh, uh, you never know. I'd like uh, probably I'd like Zay Flowers out of Boston College, or um, I'd like uh, Don Kincaid. Okay. My my most frustrating time as a Chiefs fan at 04 era was really tough. Although I felt like 2003 we had a pretty good team. For me, it was it was really probably. 2007, 8, 9, those years with Thigpen and well, Brody Croyle and, oh, and Matt Castle and, you know, Todd Haley, that guy just sucks. Um, <laughs> those were my worst years and most frustrating years as a Chiefs fan. And, and, like, I look back on that and I'm like, you know what, if that's what it took to get where we're right now, all right, I'll know. It wasn't fun at the time, but oh yeah, thank I got it's over with. Yeah, I envy uh, I envy Chiefs fans because I mean you guys have had quite a run in the last six years. I've waited my years. whole life for this. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been waiting uh, since '04 for for uh, at least going to a Super Bowl, so I can understand what it's like to be a Chiefs fan. I mean, I was a Chiefs fan as well. So now you guys been to a couple of Super Bowls, just haven't come out on top yet. Yeah, you probably I, will on the next one. I'm hoping. Uh, I'm hoping within the next five years three to five years that we we get there as long as it's not denver or <laughs> exactly Vegas, that's all exactly. i care about you know the patriots they, they don't need any more either no screw, <laughs> screw those guys i agree they should even have draft picks yeah <laughs> all right so one of the most important questions that we ask every guest on this show is uh who would you like to slap in the world of all sports who would you want to slap well, and it can be more than one person. Okay, that, that's perfect because I kind of gave a hint of who I wanted to slap, but I want to add one more person. It's it's, it's so hard to just <laughs> do one. You can slap as many people as you want, brother. All right. Um, first off, Nick Wright. I mean, he is such a Chiefs homer. I get it. Some of his uh, some of his stuff is funny, but he just annoys the piss out of me. And I'm glad that he's out of Kansas Nick, City. Nick doesn't bother me. <laughs> I like to think that we're friends, even though we don't know each other. <laughs> <laughs> he might be a cool guy outside of uh, on television, but God, that guy, I don't know. I, he gets a slap. Uh, the well, other there person, it is, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then another person, uh, Emmanuel uh, Acho, who was calling uh, Justin Herbert a social media quarterback. Oh, that guy, gosh. That guy had like 17 tackles in his NFL career. He is a piece of shit and uh, a clown. So I'd like to slap him. And then just one more for good luck, Skip Bayless, because he's just a dumb fuck. Oh, dude. Skip's one of the most slappable faces in all sports. He gets slapped all the time on this show. So. <laughs> I think we might be able to snap some or uh, smack some uh, wrinkles out of his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we won't be able to slap any sense into him, but we can at least do that. Um, any other final thoughts here? Uh, no, looking forward to the draft. Uh, good luck to the Chiefs and go Chargers. That's right. We are now entering the downtown Kansas City area. There's pretty much people in jerseys everywhere. It's weird. I just saw a guy wearing a Bears jersey. Um, I'm going to assume he's from Chicago. But all right, folks, stay tuned and keep it classy. All right, I want to – I like this guy. Yeah, he cracks me out. Lance is pretty cool. He's a cool <laughs> He's guy. a cool dude. So, first of all, he loves it. He hates Skip Bayless, just like we don't like him. No one likes Skip, yeah. But then he, like, was going off. Like, I like the guy, but, like, he's right. The Chargers need to go get a receiver. Yeah. And who they go get? The guy that ch the Chiefs – I was begging the Chiefs to go get. And that was Quentin Johnson. Oh, and he yeah, went and got Quentin Johnson. Yeah. I was like – 
As soon as the Chargers drafted him, I was like, gosh, dang it. Yeah, well, we got a, a guy from K-State for the Chiefs. Z, what were your thoughts on that pick? Yeah, man, I, uh, when I when we got closer to the, the Chiefs pick, I started thinking, I'm like, you know, I think there's a really good chance they can draft the kid. I mean, he was projected to, you know, first late first round, early second round. I mean, a lot of people will say that, you know, the hometown, you know, he, he's also from Kansas City as well. So the hometown crowd, the hometown school, the hometown team, you know, was it set up or anything like that? But I still think it filled a need for the Chiefs, and they probably, you know, got the best player available at that position for the position that they needed. So I think they, you know, did did what they had to do there and, and yeah. drafted him. But I think it's a you know pretty cool story. The kids from Lee Summit. It's kind of surprised he wasn't there because you know yeah, again, yeah. Um, but uh, maybe he you know had other obligations or something. But it's been pretty cool for him to be there uh, to walk out on stage. I think. But exactly. All- you know, know. So what I'm wondering, like, I know, I've been hearing a lot of rumors that the Chiefs were trying to trade up to go get uh, Jordan Madison from the Vikings or uh, Motsi Smith. Uh, I think they're trying for the they're trying to trade for the, to the Cowboys to get Motsi Smith, that outside linebacker from Michigan. Uh, and I think I heard something the Chiefs were trying to get move up to get Safe Flowers with the Ravens. Ravens said no. Yeah. Like, well, and then the, the Ravens just signed Lamar right about – before the draft started, too, and and, and they also signed uh, OBJ too. So, dude, yeah, it's a it's a party being in the draft. Yeah, they got the lights, they got a band playing in there. It, it was a party, right? Thirteen dollars oh, yeah. a beer. Oh yeah, I know. I saw the prices. I was like, I was, I, I have, <laughs> I still haven't even looked to see the price well, tag because yeah, I, I don't think it matters, Harvard. right? <laughs> <laughs> don't blame you. It was a. Uh, it's a rough morning Friday. Yeah, Friday was a uh, all day. Friday was a. Uh, it was a rough day. Work from home day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not even mad at you guys. Like, that sounded like sounded like it was fun. I saw it on. I watched it on television. I watched all draft coverage all day Thursday, and part day Friday, and it looked like like my manager at the golf course was like on Friday night. He's like, I I asked him if he wanted to go and. Uh, he didn't want to because him and his fiance were doing something, and I was like, um, and I asked my best friend Ryan, who he's a Broncos fan. I was like, do you want to go down uh, Friday night to the draft? He's like, he's like, yeah, I'll be down. And so we just, yeah, we just never made it down there. It was like, cool, man. The vibes were, there were good vibes. There's a lot of excitement and energy in the place, and yeah, was, I was yeah. kind of surprised. Like, I mean, I I, I knew. You know, Thursday night would obviously be, you know, super packed, a lot of people. But, you know, I watched a little bit on Friday and Saturday and, and a lot on Saturday, actually. And it, there was a ton of people down there all weekend long. So yeah, I think it wasn't well, like people scattered after Thursday night. So yeah, and I think, I think they said there was like, I think all the, th- the 3A total was like 350,000. I believe it. Like yep. all, three, all three days combined. I will say this. For the NFL being a very intense league, we always talk about the fights at all the games, right. you know. Um, and there being a lot of NFL fans from different teams in one place, I didn't see any trash talk or any vi- any of that stuff. The Eagles fans were doing their thing. We let them do it. They all got together. They kept doing Eagles chants. Good for them. It's the draft, you know. It's the draft. Uh, there was no bad vibes or no trash talk or hating from anyone from right. what I saw. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I definitely not see any. Any hostility at all from anybody? I think everybody's just I didn't, really happy down there, and the weather kind of held out. It was a little bit cloudy, I think, if I remember right. But right. I didn't talk uh, to one person. It was rude. You know, no, I thought. No. I thought. I mean, the highlight of the first round, I thought, was the kid with Down syndrome. That was a from. That was a Jets fan from the Make a Wish Foundation. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, was I loved that. Yeah. I don't, that was. I mean, obviously, that was the NFL doing their thing and saying, "Hey." But I loved his energy. I loved his enthusiasm, bringing into that, you know, bringing that into the draft and announcing that pick. That was that was awesome. I'm not a Jets fan. I freaking I, I can't wait to see them suck this year because Aaron Rodgers thinks he's needs a hold of drama, you know. But I thought I thought that draft that that first round pick with uh, with the kid. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. 
I can see the Jets being all right this year. They got a good defense, but you never know in the NFL. No, there's too much well, drama. They, there's too much drama in New York right now with him with Aaron Rodgers. So, well, the organization isn't ran very well, is from my understanding. Right. So, I don't know. I will say this. Um, you know, this week's this week's douchebag has got to be Tyreek Hill. I know we haven't done DB of the week for a while. But I recently, you know, I'm at work today, and I see where Tyreek's calling on Twitter the Kansas City Queefs, and it makes me think, you know, I understand you're like a you're like a you're like a soured person that got broke up with, you know, and now they're going out with the better looking guy, you know, and your feelings are hurt. But I mean, come on, man, you yeah. know, I feel bad for every kid that has his jersey now. I'm yep. saying that. Well, I think yeah. he, I think he went on eight ten, eight ten sports and said something about the Chiefs. Like he was like, I can't wait to come back to Kansas City and do the deuces. Yeah, and it's like, dude, let's face it. If you got a quarterback, then you don't have a quarterback. So why are you going to do the deuces? I'm telling you, I always said there were some character issues with him. I think we're seeing it right now. Yeah, I do too. But I think, I think when he said that, it's like you know what, man, you should smack yourself. Yep, I agree. He's he's just. I feel like he's literally. I feel like his feelings have been really hurt ever since he was traded. Yep, and I think we found his replacement with Steve Rice, so we'll see what happens with him. I thought, I think Andy said it best. Uh, he made a lot of money, and he caught a lot of balls. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And he got. I think he got overpaid in Miami, but you know what? Go for it. Yeah. You got any thoughts on that, Z? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, for Tyreek, he's just trying to stay, you know, relevant in the overall world of football when, you know, there's so many different news cycles going on. He just wants to stay at the top of it. And, yeah, you know, it's like the, the Chiefs traded him, let him go, let him walk or whatever, and, you know, won a Super Bowl, Super Bowl the next year after he left. And I was probably about that. Uh, yeah, he yeah, yeah. He can't win without another 15 on the field, you know. Well, dude, uh, just, yeah. Speaking of 15 on the field, did you hear today about the Chiefs are – Chiefs are working a new contract to make Patrick Mahomes the highest NFL quarterback player well, they probably, in history. Yeah, they probably have to. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean? You just, you got it at this point. Right. I agree. Dude, speaking of guys trying to be relevant, though, Antonio Brown, you see where he said he was going to come back? He's coming out of retirement. It's like, right, good luck, Antonio. Right. Oh, yeah. And then Still he gets. The I'm sorry. Go ahead, Z. What'd you say? No, I think he said he was. I think earlier this week there. Over the weekend, said he was going to go play with the Ravens. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, saw yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. He's going to play with the Ravens. And then, then he gets. In, <laughs> and then, did you? Hey, Z, did you see that he got in trouble uh, with his like indoor football team that he owns? It's like, yeah, a, yeah. I think it's like an indoor amateur league. Yeah, yeah. That's like the Albany. Like kind of like the Topeka Tropics. Yeah. So he got in trouble. <laughs> he got busted. So he's part of this indoor football league, right? In Canada, he went on the field, and the security guard said, "Hey, sir, you can't be on the field." He's like, "I'm Antonio," and he's like, "I'm Antonio." <laughs> he's like, you know, he's being a smart, a smart ass, obviously. This is my team, and he's like, "This is my team. This is my league," and he like got kicked out of the stadium, basically. Yeah, Antonio being Antonio, having yep. a little fit. Yeah, they need to do a South Park on him. I agree, dude. You know, uh, you guys saw Henry Ruggs the third got sentenced to three to ten years for uh, killing that person that drunk driving accident a year ago. Yep. Uh, for our listeners, he was the first round pick, I think, out of Alabama for the Raiders. He was on the team when John Gruden before he got fired, and a dude was driving what like 110 or something, like four in the morning in yep. Vegas. Basically, ran by, crashing the back of some young woman just on her way to work. Um, killed her. A really, really horrible incident. So he's he's facing three to ten. I think he put to that just you know and just to get on with the process. So no, I, I can't imagine doing having to go through something like that. Just knowing that you killed someone would just be well. Just ask Jalen Carter; he'll tell you. Yeah. Third round draft pick to the Eagles and. He's making money, you know. He's yeah, Jalen Carter. What like, was he was racing somebody at like one or two in the morning? They were both drunk, and the person was it was, was it was it in the morning or was it, it was right after their parade, wasn't it? Yeah, not not very smart. Nope. Don't don't race and drink drinking race. Nope. Unless I, you're at Dave and Buster's <laughs> doing the video arcade. 
Yeah. <laughs> I saw something else that was interesting. This is non-football related. It involved uh, New Mexico's uh, New Mexico University. They canceled their basketball season last year. And I'm, yeah, I remember I when they did it, but I, we didn't really know why. And they're like, well, there's an investigation and all that. Dude, it turned out um, some of the players are being arrested for sexual assault. I saw that. Um, it involved hazing a player where they, like, held this guy down and were making his pull his pants down. And someone put something in his, his rectum and they are slapping his butt and just, like, really weird hazing. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> who does that? Yeah. Well, I've uh, lately about, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys heard about the baseball coach from Alabama gambling on games or sending um, uh, picks to somebody in Ohio to place bets on games and now just read something about some uh, Iowa and Iowa University yeah. and Iowa State University um, players are getting busted now for gambling on games. So I don't know. Obviously, gambling must be legal in Iowa as well. So Wasn't was LSU involved also? With the baseball one, yeah, maybe it's uh, just the baseball one, yeah. Gambling coming out with FanDuel and you know DraftKings. I don't know if you guys use any of those apps or anything. I do. I do. But you know these these players, uh, you know, getting getting involved and and dictating the outcome of games is kind of interesting. See where that leads over the next ten years or so. Right. You know, it's cool. Uh, I heard that the NFL is trying to get uh they're trying to pass a bill where they can get sports betting involved in every single of the nfl stadiums yep that's gonna happen i think that's gonna happen it's back to the mafia owning the nfl it would make sense yeah right they own vegas they own the nfl hey man and and i think that's the reason why the chiefs are trying to move the kansas side yeah because they want that to happen makes sense you know you saw you saw the news on old bob huggins right Oh man, this is bad. Did you hear about that? That's a bad luck for him. Yeah, I heard the heard his little rant the other yesterday or the day before. Yeah, uh, I didn't hear the rant. I heard he I heard he was uh, he, so, he referred to people as fags. Yeah, yeah, he was can't, that and can't be using that word. Catholics and and oh. yeah, it's not a good look. I'm I'm wondering if he might be the next victim of uh, dementia. The uh, the PC con, you know, stuff. So. All right, so I didn't know he he went on about Catholics and all that. Like I said, I didn't I didn't see the rant. My coworker was telling me about it today, but I'm, my first thought was, man, you know, Bob, maybe he want, maybe he's drunk, you know. But then I thought, man, he's like sixty nine years old. What if Bob's got? What if he's slipping a little bit cognitively? And you know, this is the personality change that we see when someone gets some well, what early, I think, early early onset dementia. What going. I think was he probably texted Bill Self and said, Bill, let's play eighteen holes in West Virginia somewhere. Well, he knows he can't you know, be saying that those things, right? He right. Knows that. He's he not should. Dumb. Maybe he's drunk. Well, he probably was. Him and Bill, like you said, should he have a breathalyzer? Him and Bill Self probably playing golf. They probably had too much whiskeys because. I, I don't know how many percentage of American workers are drinking at work. Probably a lot more than people think. I mean, you're an NBA co- or you're an NCAA coach, dude. You're you definitely are drinking somewhere. Look, just ask just ask Andy Reid's kid. What are your thoughts on the whole thing, Z? On on uh, on what now? On, on old Huggy Bear. On Huggy Bear. Oh yeah, I think I mean he's getting old, man. And I like like I said, Josh is uh, you know the older you get, the more you kind of either don't care what other people think or you don't think about what you're saying and I you know when I heard it I was like man I don't think he realizes he's like on um, national radio right now <laughs> right? or being recorded right? <laughs> back to like I said you early on early onset dementia you know you see lapses in judgment like he doesn't even realize that he's on hey man you know uh, you know we're on uh, national TV or national radio <laughs> can you imagine what the radio hosts were like they're like dude this is gold yeah, and they, I'm kind of surprised they didn't just cut him off because he said it a couple different times. So, um, you know, everybody likes the uh, good, bad story, I guess. So they exactly. just got to rolling. But, man, yeah. Hey, uh, okay. Z, uh, have you been following the Tiger Woods story uh, with his ex-girlfriend and the him uh, getting sued? I've just heard bits and pieces. It sounds like he uh, you know, was dating this gal for a while and, uh, kind of wanted to break it off with her and uh, did something odd, not odd, but just, I don't know. I don't know the whole story, yeah. but it's, it's definitely 
not traditional. So we, we covered the story. It's actually it's great. it's actually hilarious. It's great. He did the old "we're going on vacation" thing, and then they get to the airport, and he's like, "Really? I meant you're going on vacation." No, and you, that's you can't not. come back. In so, fact, we're gonna so move the, you out while you're gone. So the real story was she was gone. She went to okay, yeah, she went to the airport. He sent her on vacation. The, and the lawyer, the lawyer, Lily told told his girlfriend, "You're locked out of the mansion." And the yeah. tiger, and it's like she told him at the airport, yeah, you can't come back. You cannot come back. And now a, she's suing Tiger for like all this money. You can't break like, up with a girl if you're rich without getting sued anymore. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, no offense, but yeah, that means you're done. What are you supposed to do? You want to break up with the girl and you know she's a stage five clinger and she's going to act nuts and not leave your house? What better way than to pack her up for a vacation? <laughs> wait till she's like about to board. She's gone through security and be like, oh, hey, surprise. You're gone. Not going with you. We're done here. <laughs> I mean, he took her on a vacation. He moved her out and he basically paid her to go away. What more right. could you ask? I wish somebody would pay me to go away. You know? <laughs> My goodness, I've never had a girlfriend break up with me in such fine grace where she ta- she sends me on a on a going away vacation. Right, so, like that'd be great. Yeah. And now she wants like thirty million. From yeah, she, she wants yeah. thirty million. She wants thirty million. You know who else wants thirty million? Is everybody in America? Jerry Jones's illegitimate daughter. <laughs> right. My goodness. Right. All right. What else you got for us, Dizzle? Anything else on your list um, here? I don't know. We've we've done the slaps and all the things I've had in store. Well, I kind of want to say, come on, man, with Travis uh, well, Kelsey tr- spiking the the Lombardi Trophy on stage. But yeah, tell the people I'm, tell the people what happened. So he was at you know Travis Kelsey had a concert called Kelsey Jam in Kansas City the Friday of the draft. It was Machine Gun Kelly, Tech Nine, and I don't know who their band was. That's why he wasn't able to connect with us at the draft because he was getting ready for that. Yeah, so. This. So he was obviously Kelsey's continued to party because that's what he does. The ch- I mean, he, him, and Mahomes are still partying. There was Kelsey has podcast show on Wednesday night before the draft. Obviously, Kelsey was hammered, and then went down to Power and Light. Had you know partying with Laney Wilson pre-draft. And then uh, so yeah, he was at down at Kelsey Jam. Came on stage, Machine Kelly. Of course, they sung "Fight for Your Right to Party." And there was pictures of Kelsey chugging off the Lombardi Trophy. Now everybody's making a controversy that they say that's the real Vince Lombardi Trophy. Chugged a beer off it and spiked it on. The and spiked stage. it off the stage. Yeah. I'm like, no, it's not. Maybe it's, Cardi B it's a was replica. there. He was trying to show off, man. Yeah, but I'd spike it if she was there. I'd be like, Cardi, boom. Yeah, but you don't spike the actual Lombardi Trophy. He he can't even touch the Lombardi Trophy. I say if it's, a, if it's a replica, which I'm assuming it was, is, he, is it confirmed as a replica? Or do we know? Yeah, right. yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. I say too. spike the replica all you want. I think they got like five replicas floating around Kansas City. You know, just yeah, to, so do I. Just in case he has Travis Kelsey gets a hold of one. The know? real one's probably <laughs> right. The real one's at home with Patrick. No, I think the real one's at home with Clark Hunt, where it belongs. Yeah. You don't think they I take think turns? They no. had um, Brett Beach on uh, six ten not too long ago, and I think they were asking him about the trophy and where it was and he didn't even know where it, where it was so I'm guessing Clark got it, got it somewhere uh, locked up yeah I do too well I can't blame him Mahomes is having a good dude I want to know I want to know how much the Kentucky Derby paid Mahomes to say let's riders up this past Saturday I want to know how much they paid him oh, to cool. say those words oh, that's cool he probably just did it because he's Patrick he's like just man he He's been all over the place. He was at uh, the Met Gala last week, and then um, um, you know the Derby, and then he's got his his golfing coming up here soon. I think so. Well, then he so, was at the he was at the Formula One races yesterday, Formula One. or on yeah, Sunday. Formula One. Race I didn't know. I, I didn't know he had any investments in that race in the race car. Well, I know his wife has settled down on on Twitter now. She's got the kids. She's kind of. She's kind of preoccupied. Well, we know who's not preoccupied. It's his brother. No. Speaking of slaps. Slaps. 100%. Slap yourself, brother. So we already covered the story about how he, you know, forced himself on this restaurant owner and how he's a jerk. But uh, he's finally been arrested for that, which after watching the video, you know, 
know, he probably should be arrested. So, yep. in fact, he should probably slap himself. Yep, I agree 100%. Yes. I'm glad you mentioned that. I forgot about that. Oh, you're good. Um, all right. Well, we got anything, yeah, anything else, else here? I guess we, we've kind of gone with a long episode, but it's not every day we got uh, we got Z in the house. Yep. So, I know we kept you up a little bit late here, brother, but we, we definitely appreciate having you on the show. Yep. Is there anything you want to say yep. before we close up here, bud? Uh, yeah, no, uh, thanks for having me on. It's uh, been a real treat here. Really appreciate you guys. Love the uh, podcast. I've been a uh, loyal listener since last year, since you guys, since episode one. So uh, I appreciate you. Really appreciate you guys that. Um, spreading the news and uh, trying to get as many people listening to you guys on over in Kansas City as well. So Perfect. Good, good to go. Love listening to you guys, and uh, it's been an honor to be on the show. Yeah, perfect, man. Just keep spreading the word, and uh, if there's any like a special guest you want to get on with with someone else, just choose shoot jo- shoot Doc a message, and we'll we'll get you guys back on. Well, I've got I've got yeah. one other thought before we go. It was uh, Lorenzo Kane Day Saturday. He signed his one day contract. That was awesome. Just want our listeners to know that he is officially retired as a royal. As a royal, that was awesome. You know, he's in our hearts forever. We love you, Lil Kane. Dude, did you, ever, did you see the video on the? The his first pitch, like uh, the his, he, as a batter, no, like his like he threw out the first pitch, so he is his oldest threw it from center field, and then he threw it from like the dirt to the grass line at second. Then the youngest threw it from him to Lorenzo at the pitching mound, and then Lorenzo threw it to Salvi, which everybody knew that was happening. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know. No, there's a video. It, the video is pretty cool. That's real cool. Yeah. So. I got to listen to it because, unfortunately, I don't have the Valley Sports app, nor am I going to pay $20 to watch a uh, a uh, 100 losing season team or Agreed. anything like that. But I got to listen to it on the radio, um, and it sounded like he was pretty emotional. So Yeah. Dude, I just got uh, done complaining about the Valley app before we even started recording. It's, it's so frustrating. It's so bad. Yeah. But... Yeah, I, I, if I catch any of Hoyle's highlights, it's just on Facebook. <laughs> I mean, because we know the, they post the scores. and I mean, come on, you're the second worst team in baseball. You're at 10 and 24. I mean, do I need to pay money and watch you guys lose every week? I'm done. You know? Yeah, they're pretty, yeah, pretty dreadful. So yeah. hopefully they, hopefully they're the next ones to turn it back around. And I agree. Hopefully it'll take 30 more years. Yep. All right, Z, final final thoughts, anything before we get out of here? Okay, again, appreciate the having me on. Thanks, man. We appreciate you getting on, man. Thanks a lot. Okay, before we go here, let's just remember, we're the champions. All right, from the dock himself to see Dizzle. Again, thanks, Z, for coming on tonight. It was a good time. And as always, keep it classy and just remember the Chiefs are the champions until we start the new NFL season. We'll see you guys next week. All the world.